check, check, white check. Sixty show presented by Truck Hero and Pro Taper on PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host Steve Mathis. Yeah, welcome everybody. Fly Racing Moto Sixty show for two thousand and seventeen is back. That's right. Every Thursday at noon Pacific, we will wrap about the upcoming Supercross, recap what just happened, take your phone calls at 702-586-7857, give away some stuff from our friends at Fly Racing, and yeah, it'll be much more than that. It's, a, it's great to have you on board again. And This is show number 100. 100, everybody, uh, which is awesome. It's great. This thing uh, gets good listens. It's not on the level of a Pulp MX show. What is? But uh, it does well with you guys. It gets good numbers. It, it has good archive listens. And I'll tell you what, the interaction with you guys on the phone calls is uh, terrific. I know a lot of you are at work, and uh, you're not, you're, you are you'd rather do anything but work, so that's why you call. And uh, it's fantastic. We already got a few people on hold. 702-586-7857. Let's talk Anaheim 1. What's going to happen? What's happening to the series itself? Looks like we're going to avoid the rain. It's rain now at Anaheim, but it uh, it should be okay for Saturday. The Anaheim One press conference is uh, is kicking off as we speak. The riders are there in the uh, Diamond Club at Anaheim, and uh, they are going to tell us how great they're feeling and how awesome everybody is and how the bike is. Um, but listen to this show. Yeah, you don't need to do that. Listen to this show. Everyone's going to tell you they're great. Their bike's, out, their bike's great, and they've never felt better. So um, We're going to give away a Fly Racing F2 carbon helmet with MIPS. Today on the show, courtesy of the folks at Fly Racing, all you got to do to win that is call in and ask a decent question or, or have something to say, and uh, and we will give it to you. Uh, flyracing.com. Fly Racing loves to share photos of its fans, which is why they created the Flywall. Flywall is a fun way for Fly Racing fans to share their photos on the Fly Racing website. Head over to flyracing.com, look for the Flywall menu in the upper right, post a pic, upload a favorite photo yourself. If approved, your photo will show up on the Flywall. It's as simple as that. So you want to go on a website? You want to be on a website with your fly gear? Yeah, bro. Go to uh, flyracing.com and, uh, and hook it up on the fly wall. Light hydrogen gear is, uh, of course, one of their uh, number one sellers. It's carefully analyzed to ensure that the rider has maximum flexibility, breathability, and support where needed and features an athletic tailored fit that makes the gear almost unnoticeable. Flyracing.com. Uh, also, too, the show brought to you by Truck Hero. It's a parent company of NFAB. Truck Hero is a supplier of premium vehicle accessories Made in the USA to outfit light trucks and SUVs from bumper to bumper. Comprised of worldwide renowned brands including Back Industries, Undercover, NFAB, Bedrug, and Husky Liners, Truck Hero is the name you can trust when it comes to finding the finest products. When it comes to finding the finest products for your truck, Jeep or SUV. 
truck-hero.com. Go there. Truck Hero, proud sponsor of the Auto Trader, JGR Suzuki. Truck Hero is a parent company of NFAB. And, of course, NFAB, too, as well. They've been on with us on board. Uh, we thank those guys. And Pro Taper, Paul Parabinas from Pro Taper will be on later. Since bursting on the scene in 91, they've continued to produce some of the world's most premium control components available in the market today. Started with Bradshaw, continues with Jason Anderson, the Geico Honda guys. And uh, the Fusion Bar, one-third waffle grip, twister throttle tube, and micro bar. Just a few examples how Pro Taper pushes the limits. Jason Thomas coming up as well on the uh, on the show to, uh, to talk some Anaheim 1. And, uh, and maybe if the press conference is over, we might call someone who was at the press conference to maybe get a recap of what happened and what went on and highlights and lowlights. Of course, last year we had the... Uh, Chris Kiefer, Marvin Muscan incident. Well, Kiefer's not going to be there this year, so he is uh, not going to uh, uh, be a beyond the press conference. So he's busy, busy uh, riding his dirt bike. So we're going to all avoid that. Show number one hundred, Fly Racing, Moto sixty show presented by Truck Hero and Pro Taper. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We're here all year. Please try the veal. Uh, Two fifty class should be exciting. Austin Forkner. Aaron Plessinger and Jeremy Martin are three guys that most of us think are going to be uh, title contenders for the uh, West Coast. So we'll have Paul Parabinos to talk about that. And the 450 class will shit. Uh, Roxon, Tomac, and Dungey, right? We've all got into that. Uh, I started off show 100, the first show of the 2017 year, and I didn't even introduce my producer like I normally do. Perhaps it's self-conscious. I just don't want him here. I don't know. I don't like him or anything like that. Self-conscious or subconscious? Subconscious. Subconscious, okay. How are you, Tits? Feels Welcome good to be back. back. Yeah. You're back. I'm back. The Le- Mr. Legendary. As average as ever. <laughs> uh, fourth year of this, I think, for you. Yeah, it's been right? quite a while. Yep. Show number 100. You've been all here for all of them. Uh-huh. Can't quite make the Pulp Mech show on Monday nights, but the noon oh, hour show. You know what? I, I People ask me all the time, you do that anymore? And I say, you know what? I really enjoyed it, but... Man, construction and uh, the Pulp wow. Show don't mix. Travis Mark's doing a fantastic job on Monday you know, nights. You're, you're welcome for that every that, every day. That was you, yeah. And yeah. Uh, by the way, three years. I did the Pulp Show for three years. Oh, you did? Still have the running uh, ah. running record. So three for you, two yeah, Gibbs. Two for Gibbs. And Mark's going on two. He's going on two. Okay. I'm going to sabotage him at the end of this year. <laughs> that way nobody Plant can Plant a mound me. of cocaine on yes. him, <laughs> and uh, and then we'll see what happens. Yep. So, uh, all right, Tits. Well, 100 uh, shows. Thank you for your help. And You're 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Uh, tits will take your call. And uh, maybe you'll win a Fly Racing F2 carbon helmet with MIPS. JT, would you like to win the helmet? Do you have any? Uh, I don't feel like that would really be fair to our listeners, so... I'm ineligible. Maybe what we should do is have a different fly employee call in every Thursday. They will win the fly racing thing, and then we will sell it on eBay. Uh, I don't think that would work well for either of us long term. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm just trying to think of ways we can, you know, pat our pockets, JT. I, I mean, appreciate Jen. you thinking outside the box. <laughs> right. Thank you. Know, you. But. Uh, speaking of box, the Anaheim 1 track is in a box. It's in a stadium. Um, traditionally, the early rounds, JT, have been easier um, over the years. They want to ease the guys into the – you know what I mean? And I don't blame them. I can't get mad at it. We've seen some real basic uh, A1 tracks over the years. I got to say, though, this one, a little different. Looks, It looks like it's got some good rhythms. What do you think? Well, yeah, but on the on the fantasy podcast yesterday, you were you were making a point about how easy the first race was going to be. No, so. just generally speaking, generally speaking, I hadn't looked at the track map. I just assumed. oh, so you were making assumptions yeah, uh, because they are they are easy. Uh, we got a pretty long whoop section, and I mean it all depends on the size of the jumps. These track maps aren't you know aren't perfect, but um, what do you what's your take? 
Uh, I think it's I think it's a pretty normal track. I don't think they went easy at all, and that was kind of the point I was trying to make on the the podcast yesterday was uh, whether or not they've done in the past is irrelevant because this one doesn't appear easy to me. Uh, I think this one's got some pretty tough rhythms. I think it's got um, you know the the whoops are all depending on how basically how deep they drop the blade. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got some but, sand. It's got some sand. Yeah, which, the sand I don't really think matters. I think it's pretty much a waste of a section, to be honest <laughs> with you, with the sand. You're gonna um, you're gonna uh, you're gonna come right into into that sand off that single, land almost in the corner, and make a big berm that's everyone's gonna take. Yeah, and then you're out of it. Right, and then you're out of it. Right. Yeah. So I don't think the sand even matters, but really it's the 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 steepness of the rhythms, how big of combos you can make with them, and then how uh, how gnarly they go with the whoops. That's what's really going to make the difference in the track. Outside of the sand, you got a dragon back to dragon back. It looks like now with a gap in between. Those are scary. This one may not be scary, but those are scary. Yeah, A1 last year had a pretty nasty one right after the finish line jump. Uh, that was the one that took out Mark Worth on the first lap of the first practice for the season. I do not remember that, but yeah, okay. Yeah, it was a motorcycle superstar team. First lap, first you know practice, he goes down uh, for the season. Um, so it really just depends on how it, you know on the map. It doesn't look tough at all. Mm-hmm. But if they want to make the 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 whoops steep and tall, it mm-hmm. can be brutally tough. So we'll just have to wait and see on that one. Yeah, it uh, and and the dirt should be good. Like it, it, we're supposed to hold off on the rain. It's supposed to be okay. So, but it's been getting rain. They'll cover it, but the dirt should be moist with the last uh, three, four days in California getting some. Yeah, rain. as of this morning, it's saying 50% for PM showers on Saturday. Oh, is it really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was this morning, the last time I looked. So, I don't think we're out of the woods yet, <laughs> uh, but hopefully, hopefully it holds off. It's really it's a bummer to have a mud race the first round. Oh, it's just absolutely terrible. We we had it a few years ago. It wasn't too bad, and of course the '05 mudder that was really bad. Um, yeah, it's never good to start off that way. <laughs> but no, and it ruins the bikes. It, it's bad for racing because it's you know generally the most people are paying attention to this race, and it's just a letdown to start the series. Uh, FlyRacing.com. We're gonna give away an F2 carbon helmet with MIPS. Uh, it is the um, it is the retro retro spec helmet. I don't know which one that is. Tits, you know. Uh, JT can fill it in oh. better, but it's a, it's a colorway. Oh, it's the yeah, different yeah. Uh, graphic design. Right, correct? Well, will it match somebody's bike? That's all I need to know. Absolutely. Okay, all right, fantastic. Perfect. Uh, 702-586-7857. Just give us a call. And uh, if you ask a good question, if you get on the air, uh, we will uh, award you the helmet. Truck Hero and Pro Taper also on board with us. Um, all right, JT, so the press conference is going on right now. But, I mean, really, yeah. like, big deal, right? Like, uh, yeah, it's going to, you know, the guys are going to be all up there, but they're all sitting next to each other. They're never going to say anything at all. It's going to be the same old, same old. Like, for example, let's do it right here. Let's do it right here. You, you'll be Kenny Roxon. Okay, we'll start with you. No, no, you be Dunch. You be Dunch. We'll start with by you. The way, by the way, mentioning Roxon, did you see his get, get up or set up for the press conference? No. No, I did not. Yeah, Audi R8, full suit. Yeah, he's, uh, he's oh. taking this whole thing to the next level oh, as far suit. as suit. Walk and talk and everything. Do we like the suit? How do we feel about that? I think you're a guy who likes to dress classy. You should be on board with that. Uh, I think for where he's at, from what he the what he's been saying lately, and and the outward face he's been putting out, is pretty much par for the course. Uh, Connor McGregor would like that, I'm sure. Show up in yep. it. Yep. Um, all right, you're, you're Ryan Dungey, Okay, you're you're at the press conference. Uh, I'm 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 Ralph or Jeff or or whoever. Uh, mm-hmm. Ryan, you've won this title two years in a row. You're the defending Monster Energy uh, uh, Supercross champion and FIM World Championship brought to you by Parts Unlimited and, uh, and all these companies, other companies. Um, 
Sponsor, 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 sponsor. How you feeling, Ryan? Feeling great. You know, I'm super pumped to be back up here with all these talented, incredible racers next to me. Uh, you know, we put in a lot of hard work, a lot of tough days in the gym and at the track, uh, riding with Jason and Marvin. And, uh, you know, Supercross is, is such a great sport, and, and I'm very lucky to be back up here. I like how we, you dropped the we. We're working hard. Like, there's Absolutely. All, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, this, yeah, we had a good race. Team effort. Yeah, we right, we right. feel great coming in. Uh, this It's a long series. It's 17 rounds. So, uh, you know, I just want to want to get through this first one and, and get in a good result and, uh, you know, keep moving forward. And, and I think I feel like we're going to be uh, we're going to be good at the end of 17 rounds. Ryan, you're at the last year, your uh, contract. Uh, we're going to throw some hard hitting questions at you. Uh, what's your plans? Are you going to retire? Or are you going to keep on racing? Uh, you know, we'll see. Um, you know, I'm taking it week by week. You know, it's a long series. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get too far, you know, put too many steps in front of the other. Uh, so we'll see how we feel. You know, I, I have a strong base around me with KTM, and uh, I think we'll make the, the smartest decision for us uh, when we cross that bridge. Ryan, you never actually answered that question at all. But. Uh, yeah, well, I, I feel like, uh, you know, it's a decision that we have to make, and, um, you know, I, think, I feel like we'll make the, the best and smartest decision when we have to. Kenny Roxon, hey, you brand new deal with Honda. Uh, you, you got a suit on. Uh, nice work on that. Um, are, you, are you ready, Kenny, to take away the Monster Energy Supercross crown from Ryan Dungey? Yeah, I feel like I'm going to pretty much crush everyone. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm going faster than anyone has ever gone. And uh, honestly, I think this should be pretty easy. I, I don't expect much trouble out of any of these guys. So Stop um, it. Stop it. Kenny, come on. No, I feel great. Um, made a gear switch. I made a bike switch. Uh, and really, it's just to, to make the challenge a little tougher for everybody. So I feel like we're, uh, I feel like we're ready to go. Kenny, 17-0. What do you think of that? Uh, should be doable. I don't see why not. Um, I'm surprised no one's done it before. <laughs> Chad Reed, uh, you're the wily veteran of the uh, Monster Energy Supercross Series. Uh, you know, you're, you're an older guy. Fans love you. Um, you got Cooper Webb next to you. Um, it's going to be great how you mentor Cooper Webb and really help him uh, up, up to the top. Uh, what are your feelings on that? No, Cooper should be good. I think, uh, I think he'll have some lessons to learn. Uh, I think, uh, you know, a lot of these guys are still a bit young and haven't, uh, haven't gone through the, the process yet to, to see how a, a series is won. Um, so I think, uh, I think we'll be fine. You know, the Yamaha's great. I feel, I feel good. Everyone counts me out every year, and uh, I think I'm going to make him regret that. What do you think about lining up with no James Stewart here, Chad? It's got to be a little bit of, a, of a, something strange for you. You've been racing against Chad uh, since James, uh, against James since uh, 2005. I mean, I love James. You know, I, uh, <laughs> we've had some great races, and uh, I'm going to miss him personally. Um, I think he brings a lot to the sport, and, uh, you know, there's not many racers out here that I uh, I've really gotten along better with over the years. And then yeah. some sort of, like, weird laugh that, uh, you know, all the media guys love. <laughs> right. Jeez, uh, Chad, that seems weird. It seems like you guys really hate each other, like the Atlanta incident and Jacksonville and, and, and Unadilla. And, I mean, just. No, we went to Starbucks together. We're, uh, we're, okay. we're in a good place. I'm hoping he'll be back out here any day now. Eli Tomac, uh, longer main events. You're tired of everybody asking you about this. 20 minutes plus a lap. Monster Energy Kawasaki, uh, Eli Tomac Monster Energy Supercross Series, and, and he has Monster Energy in his hand. And Monster Energy has a new, brand new a soft drink launching. But um, Monster Energy, Monster Energy, Monster Energy. Eli Tomac, how you feeling? Feel pretty good. Uh, we've been in Colorado. 
uh, tucked away for a long time, just putting in the laps, me and, uh, you know, Johnny T and feeling the grid. I, you know, the, I don't think the time main events really make a difference. I think we'll be, we'll be good to go. Coming off some, uh, some good wins, been putting in a lot of laps on the mountain bike. Um, got the, the boys at Kawasaki got this thing dialed in and, um, uh, yeah, it should be good. I think, uh, a lot of good racers up here along with myself. I'm, I'm pretty excited to, to see what, you know, the, the progress we've made, but, um, yeah, I, you know, I don't really know what else to say. I, I don't love these press conferences so much, but I'm, I'm feeling good and ready to go. All right, everybody. Welcome, welcome to the 2017 Supercross Series. We just had the press conference right there. We don't even need to go. Need to throw Fro in there and have him ramble on for a while as well. <laughs> wow, the, the biggest thing is just the amount of plugs they get in, the amount of things that they have to cover. The asking of the riders questions is almost secondary. It's like we got to get all of these things in. You know, so Kiefer gonna make anybody cry? He's not going. He's gonna be testing, uh, so he will not be there. It's probably but, the best for everyone. I think so. I agree. I agree. Um, it is. It is weird though. The opener, like, like we talked about on our, on our, on our NFAB, a fantasy moto show, and we've on the Racer X, Fly Racing a Racer X podcast thing. There's the before the race. I mean, like, legitimately, these dudes all have these high hopes. They all think they're gonna do great. The field is deep. Hashtag DV, and. There's going to be some dudes on on Sunday that are not going to be happy, and I don't. I mean, it's just it's kind of gnarly. Yeah, I think so. Um, sorry, I, I missed your question there. I apologize. Well, I just think that there's going to be some guys very upset on Sunday that Anaheim one did not work out for them, and sort of a reset of like, hey, we got to figure some stuff out with the bike. Yeah, exactly. that's every year. I mean, there's everyone has the highest of hopes on, you know, all this week, especially on, you know, press day today. They're all going to go in there and say they're looking forward to to being a champion. Um, but the the sad fact is that, you know, there's only a few elite guys that I feel are capable of winning this championship. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of people that leave Anaheim disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, that just, that's just year in and year out. You can do all the work you want, but – uh, somebody's going to have a good night, and a lot of people are going to have a really bad night um, or just, just disappointed. Maybe not a bad night, but mm-hmm. they're, they think they're going to be on the podium or a top five, and they're going to come out of there in 11th and not really know why. So um, that's the cool part of it is you don't really know. We don't really know if Marvin Muscan is going to get second or if he's going to get eighth. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think both of those are possible. Um, a guy like Cooper Webb, we have no idea how he's going to do. Yeah. You know, he could he could be in the mix for a podium, or he could be in a battle with guys like Weston Pike and Tickle and these guys, and and punching his handlebars in the middle of the main event. You know, um, so it'll there's a lot of storylines. That's that's another great part of it is how many unique storylines there are. It's not just the Chad and James show this year, which I think it was. Yeah. You know, in the in the 2007, 8, 9 series, it was really those two. And I think there's a lot of individual storylines that'll be interesting to watch. I have Roxon for the title. You have Dungey for the title. Um, sitting in the corner over here is the biggest Ryan Dungey fan. Tits, are you worried about this Kenny Roxon character? You know, I was having a discussion with my buddy earlier today okay. about this. Yep. And uh, I think it was JT who said on one of your podcasts that uh, Roxon could entirely possibly have the most wins, mm-hmm. but his bad races are what's going to get him. So, so you guys will be there. Big picture, I still think that uh, throughout 17 races, we're going to go ahead and take it home. Okay. Right. Well, there we go. So uh, um, Roxon with the wins and Dungey with the title. Three in a row for Dunge. I mean, JT, maybe we're just we we don't give Dunge enough credit. We talked about this the other day. 
Before, don't, don't put we in there. I've already. Before you know him, it. I've called him the last two and three for three. Before you know it, five rounds could be done and he has this big lead. Like last year. Absolutely. Could happen again. Um, One day we're going to wake up and realize that Ryan Dungey was part robot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, this, this uh, Daniel on the phone here has a question that I was going to ask you, but we'll get right into it right now. Daniel, welcome to the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. What's your question for JT? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, no problem. <clears throat> I was just curious with this uh, Weimer filling in for four races for JGR. If he – well, first off, do you guys think he's 5 to 10 or maybe the 10 to 15 area? And my second question is, if he does come out like a ball of fire and get some results, do they extend <clears throat> Excuse me, do they extend his ride, or is it four races and you're done, Barsh is back? Well, that's a great question, Daniel. Um, in talking to some people around the scenes, uh, one of them, uh, Paul Parabinos, it seems like JGR offered Mookie the ride and then offered Dino the ride, and they both turned it down, and Weimer took it for four races. So that's interesting. Um, wow, yeah. JT, what do you think? I, I think I'd be surprised to see Barsha back in four from what I'm hearing, but we'll see. Yeah, I think it uh, it probably lasts a little longer than that. Than that. Um, but I can also understand, you know, especially for Dino, and I, I'm not a, as up to speed on Mookie's situation, but if it's only a four-race deal – that's tough because yeah. you're you're basically you're not even out of California yet, and then you have nothing. So um, I'm sure it was it made them take a pretty hard look at it. But at the end of the day, if you have a solid situation that you've been working towards, and you have people that you would be letting down as far as sponsorship, that honestly, you know, most of most of the people kind of. I don't want to say turn their back, but, you know, he did, they didn't have a lot of people that were stepping up to the plate for him. So to turn their back on the people that actually did would be pretty rough at this point. Um, but I think, Daniel, no matter how good Weimer does, JT, and, and maybe you agree, uh, when Barsha's back, that's it. They're not running three bikes. That, yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, I would think so. Uh, you know, the, the best-case scenario for Jake is that he puts in some great results, and when the four or five or six or whatever the number is is up, then somebody else is ready to give him a call. Yeah, that's exactly it. And and I think it'll help Weimer being on the Suzuki and everything else. So Yeah, I mean um, it's, it should be pretty pretty smooth transitioning. He should shouldn't other than a few settings, shouldn't have a tough time right. transitioning at all. What's that, Daniel? Um, I was just wondering if you if anyone had talked to him and if after these four races, if he's going to carry on with the series or just wait for hopefully another fill-in rider no. spot to open up. Yeah, I talked to him. We're negotiating a Pulpamex helmet sticker right now. It's not going well either, by the way, if anybody's wondering. <laughs> it's, not, it's not going well. But, um, nope, no plans. Like, not going to do it as a privateer, you know, just wants to be on a team. And he's got a shot now. He's got four races. Um, JT's not something I would want, like the pressure of that, uh, if you're Weimer, but you have no choice. Make it happen. Here's your here's your chance. Four races. Yeah, when you have nothing though, it's a pretty good yeah. pretty good spot to be in, right? Yep, yep. So, all right, Daniel, thanks, man. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, another Weimer question here. Let's get into that from Michael. Michael, what's up, man? Thanks for the call. Uh, another Weimer question. Yeah. Hey, guys, how's it going? Good. Good. Yeah. I was curious. I don't know if you touched on it because I was calling in. Do you do you think that realistically Weimer's results are that much different than Justin Barsh's? potential results yeah well michael I mean, it's a good question four place guys at the end of the day yeah it's a good question because um barsha hadn't been doing that well in supercross on the yamaha we all thought the suzuki might be the uh the answer it, it so that was a question we'd waiting to see but i think Barsha's better than weimer i do jt what do you think yeah i would have to say barsha i mean just on on paper it's it's 
kind of a no-brainer. Um, I mean, Weimer's never won a 450 Supercross before. Um, that that right there is is enough. Um, that's not a knock on Weimer, but Barsha. I mean, he was even you touted him as kind of the next big thing at one yeah. point. So when you look at Barsha's, he's won outdoors in the last couple of years. Supercross hasn't gone so well, but keep in mind that Barsha was winning Anaheim one last year. Uh, until his, you know, his thumb caused some arm pumps. So he's still very relevant, and uh, he, you know, I guess he's just in a different spot than Weimer is in their career right now. Yeah, I think he does a little worse, uh, Michael. But JT, I mean, uh, we're gonna let you go, Michael. Thanks for calling, uh, JT. If Barsha is eighth and Weimer's eleventh, you know, and they're in, in the same race, it's kind of like one of those things, like, eh, whatever. Yeah, and results-wise, it's it's not always about results. You know, Barsha's just got a bigger name than jake i mean his draw globally is just bigger than jake weimer and you know that's that's not a knock on jake it it really has nothing to do with jake it's just fact uh update from the press conference dungy states his focus will be to take things one step at a time in pursuit of the title shockingly close to our uh our little mock press conference here taking it one step at a time it's good Gonna go race by race. It's gonna see go, how it pans out. Gonna go good to hear. Uh, let's get to KG. What's up, KG? You got a question about the Alpine Star medic truck? What's happening? Yeah, I was just on Instagram and uh, I saw there was a new Alpine Star medic truck kind of deal. I yeah. don't know if you guys knew what was going on. Well, it's just the same Asterix truck that's been there. Tom Carson uh, kind of is is the guy running behind it. Uh, Doc Bodner and all that. They just Asterix going through some restructuring and uh, they got sold. And everything else, and the title sponsor of the truck needed to be needed to be to moved over to somebody, and they got A Stars to do it. So good, good job by by A Stars for stepping up on that because I think the the truck was struggling a little bit with finances. But uh, yeah, so same rig, same people, just A Star now. Gotcha. Yeah. So thanks, man. Yeah, but uh, are you guys locked in this weekend with your picks for both classes? Yeah, I mean, I am. I, I thought, you know, we did, talked about it a little bit in our fantasy show. I, I think, uh, I think it's going to be Rocks and Sealy Dungy in 450s this weekend, and it'll be uh, Forkner, Plessinger, and Jmart in 250s. That's my my pick, and 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 uh, barring any mud races, of course. Uh, what do you think, JT? Yeah, I think uh, I think Forkner, Plessinger are my one and two in some order. Still still unsure on that. I could go either way. Um, if I just saw one cool thing that one of them didn't practice, it could lean me one way or the other. Um, I like J-Mart for third. In the 450 class, I like Roxon too. I just think he's in a good place. I think he's going to come out and win the first one. I don't have him for the title, but I think this first one he's just going to do He's going to make it happen. Um, I like Dungy for second. And then third, I'm a bit up in the air. I think Tomac's the obvious choice. Um, but A1 gets a little nutty, so maybe uh, maybe somebody pops in there, an Anderson or a Reed or somebody like that has a shot at it, maybe even a Muscan. Yep. There you go, KG. Thanks, man. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. JT, about that uh, Asterix truck being A-star, great job yeah, by a A-star. Cool yeah, good job by them stepping up, but how many times are everyone just going to say, yeah, he's at Asterix? Yeah, i got to go to see Asterix truck. <laughs> yeah, and I think that'll change over time. Um, I mean, that deal was uh, – they were actively looking for some help on that deal. I know uh, I had some conversations um, on a on a different level. You know, the title sponsor of this show was was in the running for that as well. Um, but I, I was happy to obviously see a brand that I could connect with um, do it. Well, but it was more than anything, it was just good that somebody stepped up and kept that truck on the road because it's a huge help for riders oh, and families. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a uh, 
it's a it's a better fit. It's a great fit for A Star protection. Absolutely, you know, neck, yeah, neck braces, is. boots, chest protectors. Yeah, that, they're you know. they're making a huge push on their protection side. You know, everyone knows them for their boots, but on the protection side is a huge focus for them over the next five to ten years. Yep. And this gave them a, an easy end to to kick that off. Um, Rich, what's going on? What's your question for JT? A very important, pertinent question. Yeah, I'm watching the the press conference with the it muted because that's all it's good for, and then Thank listening you. to Fly Six. Ah, oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. Meanwhile, everyone in my office is running around because I'm blasting the internet bandwidth. Um, anyhow, JT being the man of style of all things, I disagree, but whatever. Is that on Roxon? Is that a double Windsor or a half? I can't really see it because he's got uh, he's sitting down behind the table. Um, but I just thought it was an interesting choice. He comes in in, in an Audi R8, so he's obviously trying to one up Barsha on the baller scale. Uh, right. And then he wears a suit too, so I don't know if he's he just trying to. He needs a spread collar business. though. What's that? It, he doesn't. The pro, he he messed up. He doesn't have a spread collar with that double Windsor. It's he needs a little more of a spread. Yeah, I'll just defer to you on that because you're you're starting to get into a language that I don't I don't talk speak all too well. Um, hey, I, and I, I highly hot, doubt that he picked out that suit himself. So anything I have he's a, wearing was probably handpicked by someone else. I have a hot supercross take, and then I'll get out of here. Okay, give it, drop it. Dean Wilson, top finishing Yamaha Saturday night. Oh, that is that's very hot. Stamp it. Okay, thanks, Rich. Jeez, beating Chad Reed and Cooper Webb. Was that Paul? Could that be? Was that? Uh, do you? Th- I got a question for you. Do you think Honda was pissed off at Roxon for not wearing a Honda shirt? I don't know. I'm excited that he didn't have a Fox shirt on. That's pretty cool. <laughs> what about that shift uh, to shift, JT? You uh, you you mocked it a little bit when when we talked it on the show. You said you'd be very very surprised. Uh, he, Roxon loves Fox and Fox builds his yeah, brand. Yeah, I will. Um, I still am surprised. Yeah. What do you? What's your take on it? Uh, I don't know. I bet it took some some uh, selling because I know he he's that's all he's ever worn, mm-hmm. you know. So um, I don't know the ins and outs of the deal, but um, someone probably got to him and said, "Hey, this is a good decision for your brand and your mm-hmm. image." So uh, I would assume that they made a pretty long term commitment to him because I don't expect him to go anywhere, and he's obviously so young; he's going to be around the sport for a long time. Maybe so. hey, maybe they said, "Look, we'll throw some extra money at you and another two years." Go to shift. I don't think so. I, I think okay. it was his current deal. I just think it was a internal uh, right. marketing move, really, more than anything. How about um, Kiefer calling that Reed and Roxon gear shift three months yeah, ago? Yeah, and, and to be honest with you, I heard rumblings of it. I just kind of dismissed it as no way. Even before Kiefer said anything, there was there were some hints dropped and some text messages to me, and I was just like, yeah, right. Um, but obviously there was a lot of truth to it, you know, what will be known to me. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that should be interesting. Um I had a little bit of a gear launch yesterday. Let's get some more calls here. Brian, what's up? Welcome to the Fly Race and Moto 60 show presented by Truck Hero and Pro Taper. What's happening? Happy New Year, boys. You too. Help me out here. So I'm talking to all these people that say Jeremy Martin looks good on Instagram. Yeah. Well, he didn't, sa- he didn't sound any different to me, so I don't know. Tell me why in the world uh, – tell me why in the world – why this year? I mean – have we not given him enough of a chance already well, to win the championship? Why? Um, yeah, I mean, JT and I think are, are a little down on – not down on Jay. Are we, it's awesome. He's a great rider. I'm not sure. buying into Jer- – you know, we're going to get into this with Paul a little bit. The reason they moved him to West from a lot of people said that they had a scrimmage. 
Drop the gate. LaRocco loves that kind of stuff. And J-Mart smoked everybody. And they said, we got to get this kid on the West because he is flying. I'm from the show. Me, I'm one from the show me state. Show me. Because yeah. Martin's good. But where do we see this super four wins in four years? I think. I think, I think four wins, JT, from, from J-Mart. Um, I don't know. Sounds right. Show me. Yeah. yeah. I'm. Brian, I, I mean, I love, I like Jeremy. He's a good dude, but um, absolutely, I'm, I'm not buying it. So yeah, because I'm, 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 I'm buying the, I'm buying Justin Hill, who I, who's not getting a whole lot of talk, I don't think. But man, I, I'm just not, get, I'm just not getting the Martin thing. Maybe this is, I mean, maybe this is the year, absolutely. But man, I, I, with, <clears throat> with a, uh, with a series so deep, especially out on the West Coast, man, that is, that is going to be tough. And if he does it. Man, good on you. Yeah. Good on him, mm. you know. I mean I, I'm I, I'm a guy I just wondered I'm a guy, Brian, that's that said, you know, zebras don't change stripes, spots on leopards when it comes to Marty, yeah. when it comes to these guys, and I'm I'm yeah. I'm in the same boat with, with J Mart. J T. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think he'll be top three in points. Um but I just I like Plessinger and Forkner a little bit more. Uh, you know, yeah. Plessinger was ahead of him in points last year, correct? Yes. Yeah. So I think Plessinger's matured more. I just don't think J-Mart is, is naturally gifted at Supercross. He's obviously incredibly good at outdoors. I mean, he's won two championships outdoors. I just think Supercross comes a little tougher to him. And Austin Forkner, I think, is going to be one of the you know brightest prospects of the next few years in both classes. And then Plessinger's, it's kind of Plessinger's year, it feels like. Everything's kind of pointing towards Plessinger having a breakout year. So I know he's riding well. I just... I, he's not my pick, and he could very well go out and win. There's no one, you know. Yeah, if he not, wins, it's not going to be a shock. It's just my opinion, no, no. but I, I like the other two a little bit better. Thanks, Brian. There you yeah. go. Thank See you, fellas. See ya. Dark side, what's up, man? How are you? Wait, it's not dark side. Hold on. Dark side, what's hey. up? How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you and JT doing today? Oh, that's JT. We're yeah. good. How are you? <laughs> Uh, I'm good, man. Um, oh, JT, I'm you're so there. glad the show is back. Oh, thanks, buddy. Off season, I, I miss the show as much as I miss the racing. Wow! So I'm excited. Um, you, you guys know I'm a big Chiz fan. I see him sixth through eighth, maybe overall. What do you think? Whew. Um, let's go eight to ten. Really? For me. I mean, I, I, you know, JT knows dropping dropping down is tough. Uh, yeah, I think top ten. I'm going to go top ten. Yeah, eight to ten. Okay, I, I got my hopes a little higher than that, but uh, you never know, I guess. No, no. Um, he's got some it, fast kids up again. He's up against. That's what I worry about. Yeah, fast I know. Kids. I like Chisholm as a dude. We're, we're friends. I'm, um, he's one of those guys. Like, there's you have a relationship with riders in the pits, and, and a lot of them you don't have a relationship outside of a working one. Chiz is not like that for me. I, he's, I think he's legitimately a friend of mine, and and, and he likes me and. But and so I wish him well. But it is tough to do this. It's tough to drop down after years on a 450. And I'm happy he's got a, a paying ride. And uh, if he gets top ten, I think that's fun. So okay. Well, I, I'm still gonna have my hopes up. But and did you find out if he was wearing X brand? No, I never did actually. <laughs> I'm supposed to do that. Okay. I, he's not I, in the catalog. I, I don't think he's allowed he's to. Not. I don't think they like X brand because of me. So um, <laughs> hey, Dark Side, we're gonna give you that. We're gonna give you that carbon helmet with Mips because uh, you're such a loyal listener, and you buttered us up. Oh, with, shit. You buttered us up with God. the um, the uh, uh, thoughts about this Moto 60 show. So stay on hold, bud. Dude, thank you so much, man. No problem. Thank you. All right, let's get to some more phone calls. Paul Parabino's coming up here shortly. Uh, John's got a question about Mookie. What's up, John? How are you? 
Good. How's it going? Good. What's uh, your question? First, first time caller here. Oh, thanks, um, man. Right on. Uh, no, I was going to ask, like, is there any news, I mean, at all? Because it seems like it's hard to believe that there's no rumors. or About what? Mookie? That, what do you mean? Yeah, what? anything. Come on, bro. Uh, we've been talking about it. He's going to ride a Suzuki. He's not going to race this weekend, but he's hopefully going to be at round two, for sure at round oh. three. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, he's going to ride a Suzuki privateer team. Uh, w wheels. Uh, I would imagine seven gear. I would think, right, JT? I mean, uh, it would make the most sense. Yeah. Um, so he'll be there, just not at round one, man. Oh, okay. I did. I didn't catch that. Sorry. Yeah. About that. No worries. Um, cool. And last question is: Will there be nets? Because in Oakland, I'll be in the fifth row, which is the front row. Hold on, bro. So a little... no, there's no nets coming, <laughs> and just uh, hold on to your nachos. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. Right on. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. All right. Yeah, it should be interesting, JT, to see how Mookie can do. I, I'm, I'm a little on the Mookie bandwagon. I think. I think in Supercross, I'm on his, he's on a his bandwagon. Guy. Right. He's a top ten guy. If he stays off the ground. Yeah, and therefore he's a top ten guy. He's going to beat guys who have paying rides, and he's just For going sure. to be in a truck. Yeah, I think if, I think if he had this whole off season to do it over again, he ends up with a ride. I think they made some some missteps, and I'm speculating. I don't have hard evidence to, to present, but I, I'm speculating that they made some missteps along the way, and and possibly overestimated his value, and and was left without a chair when everything stopped spinning. Um. Chad says, uh, I'll miss racing, Stuart. It's sad it's turned out this way. Yeah, see? Misses okay. him. Very, very happy with James. Really likes him. Never had any problems. Rocks in on wearing a suit. I want to really elevate the sport and other big sports to show up in suits and respect the media. Oh, I like that. They respect the media. It's <laughs> good. Maybe I need to start dressing up, you know, impressing my game a little bit. You think he respects Ryan Dungey? <laughs> no, I do not. Yeah. Uh, Dan, you got a question about Justin Barsh's uh, contract? Yeah, is this his last year for his contract? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yep. He had to rework yeah. it a little bit. From what I understand, he had to change some bonuses uh, in his deal because of the switch to Suzuki, and Suzuki's not paying bonuses or they don't have the money to pay the bonuses, and so he had to rework it a little bit because his deal was for uh, to, to ride a Yamaha. So I don't think he was too pleased with that from what I hear. But, yeah, a little bit of a different deal for, for Barsha. Yeah, well, my question is basically is like with it being his last year, do you think, I mean, now with his injuries, it seems like every year he starts off with the injuries and his results haven't been that great, but there's so much potential there with Barsha. Does he get another factory ride after this, be it like a second tier or, you know, with JGR well, continue to keep him at like a lesser salary, you know? If he comes back and doesn't improve on his results, He'll for sure have a factory ride, but I would look at JT to be a ride like a, a Josh Grant or a Trey Kennard or, you know, a secondary guy. Yeah, these, uh, this year's going to be telling. Um, he's going to have to turn in some results if he still wants to get paid decent money. Uh, his talent alone will keep him on good equipment, but the paychecks are going to be cut significantly if he, doesn't, if he doesn't turn it up this year. There we go. Thanks, Dan. All right, thanks. Thank you. All right, JT, thanks as always for your time, flyracing.com. Um, we'll see you this uh, this Saturday at the, at the track walk. Be there. All right, thanks, bu- thanks buddy. All right, everybody, flyracing.com, Moto 60 show, uh, truck hero, and pro taper. If you want to get to pro taper, same stuff that Rockstar Husky uses and Geico Honda uses as well. And the JGR team, a new get for pro taper, protaper.com. Uh, and to speak more about that and also the 250 series is uh, their brand manager, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul?
How are you? Hey, Steve. Are you, How are you? You're going to be on this more this year, we, we hope, right? You're going to make time for us? Yeah. That's, that's I'm the going plan. to try. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm going to try. Just tell your bosses this is you're actually doing PR. You're, 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 you're... Yeah, well, I mean, that's that I am at the moment. So I'm in my office, actually. I was at the stadium this morning. Uh-huh. Got the press conference on my monitor here, and I'm working and answering emails and trying to uh, do my job and talk to you all at the same time. Thoughts on Kenny Roxon running a suit? I love it. I love it. I like what he said when they asked him the question about it, too. Um, he said that, you know, other big sports run, run suits, and he wants to help grow and elevate the sport, and I think it's great, and I think that's what we need. We need someone – we need a face of the sport that's going to help us grow it because I think, I think he's the guy. Um, I, don't, I don't know that okay. um, we're seeing much growth from past champions we've had other than, you know, other past champions. But I think McGrath right. did a great job. But, uh, yeah, I, I like it. I, I like it. You know, Dungy, Dungy kind of said, hey, I'm the f- after RV retired, he's like, I want to – this was a real interview he did. I want to step up. I want to be the face of the sport. I want to do more things. I want to, you know, help the sport grow and, and this and that, things like that. And um, I was always like, okay, all right, cool. He was still hard to get a hold of to do interviews. You know? I'm yeah, still... exactly. Like, I like that he said that, but you can't turn media down. You can't, um, you, there's a lot of things that he needs to do different than if he wants to, uh, I just say, do what he basically. So I think you either you know, have it, it or you don't. And he doesn't have the personality or desire to do what McGrath did. Ricky didn't either. RV didn't either. Yeah. And, and someone today told me an analogy that Dungy is like Mark Marquez and Ken Roxon's like, is like Valentino Rossi. Okay. Um, I just don't know that he is the guy to to elevate our sport like mm-hmm. that. So um, I don't know. And, and I'm in a different place now than I. And I didn't care about any of that. And I, I had totally different point of views. But now, yeah. sitting in the chair I sit in now, if the sport grows, Pro Taper has the opportunity to grow. My wallet has an opportunity to grow, and I, I want more fans, more customers, and we need a person that um that is that is going to help us do that. So I like Ken, that Ken's wearing a suit. I like that he's been a bit cocky. We need kind of a a villain and a hero, and um, if you know Dungy can be mm-hmm. the hero, and maybe Ken can be the, the bad guy, and I think people are going. That's going to draw attention. That's going to bring more attention to our sports. So I'm all for it. Yeah, you know, Seth Rarick was in on Monday's Pulp and Mech show, and JT, of course, <laughs> is on all these shows, and neither one of those guys is very stoked on Kenny's social media posts and and sort of the the talk of things, and, <clears throat> and maybe wearing a suit might drop. You know, just JT kind of mentioned today he didn't like that, or didn't like you know sort of that that attitude. I'm okay with it. Yeah, whatever. You know? Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it too. And and you know, I get I see their side too. But again, I I just think that we need to we need to be more open and willing. And and our sport is so intimidating to the average fan, and it's so niche. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we don't realize that because we're all in it, and we know all the lingo, and we know everything. But I think it's very intimidating to the average person, and we can't. We, it can't be that way if we want right. it to grow and to be to be a NASCAR or something. So Dude, if you don't want it to grow, then then yeah. fine. I almost but I hate to say this, but like the Stewart thing didn't really move the needle. But we almost need a controversy of some sort to get some eyeballs on, and then hopefully they stay on. Exactly, and that's yeah. why maybe this you know maybe that's why I think Roxon's social media and his attitude and his you know things he's doing aren't bothering me as much right. because I think it's going to bring it's going to bring fans it's going to bring attention. So uh, absolutely, all right. Uh, congrats on the on the JGR deal, the Pro Taper Bars and Sprockets. So that's you got to be stoked about that, uh, and also stoked that Jake Weimer was chosen um, for fill in ride for four races for Barsha, which. I said earlier, Paul. I'm not. Be, I wouldn't be surprised if it's longer for four, longer than four. I don't know how this wrist is injury is wrist, but I know wrists are really uh, tough. 
Yeah, you never know. It's day to day in the sport, and I was at Jake's house last weekend for his um, for his daughter's first birthday, and uh, you know we had a beer together. He wasn't going racing, and that changed in a matter of three days. So it was it's pretty cool. I'm happy for him, and now he's he's a pro taper guy too, which is also really cool. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm happy for him, and and the cool thing is is he's been riding and training, and and he's been buckling down for the last it seems like three months. Like you know, I've I've texted him, called him on a number of times. Hey, let's go do this. And he's like, no, nah, I got to ride. I got it. Yeah. So he's, he's been doing the work. So, yep. so I have a, uh, there's no reason to think that he won't be as competitive as he's ever been on, um, on Saturday night. Few lines open here on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show, 702-586. Pulp, give us a call. Got a couple questions for the, about the seven deuce deuce parabinos that we should get to. Fans want to know. They want to talk seven deuce deuce, which is is okay. We're okay with that. We'll talk seven deuce deuce. <laughs> um, but hey, before we get into those people and everything else, um, this is going to be, I'm not going to ask you the Weimer Wilson burning building question. I'm not going to ask you that. Thank you. I appreciate that. But I'm going to ask you something like that. <clears throat> Who finishes higher at A1? Dean Wilson or Jake Weimer? Who finishes um, higher in the 450 main event? That's tough. But uh, <laughs> if I got to pick one, I, I'll go. I'll go Dean. Okay. All right. I'll go Dean. I like where Dean's head is at right now. Um, he's. Uh, I think he's. Be- I think he's believing in himself more so than he ever has. I think he's comfortable with his surroundings and he's having probably the most fun I've seen him have since since around 2011 2012 so I think he's having a lot of fun and he's really embraced the situation he's been given mm-hmm. um, I mean he never passed up any rides in the in the in the you know off season like waiting like oh I need more money or I don't want to ride that bike there was he just didn't get any offers mm-hmm. so I think he's got a chip on his shoulder which is the Dean Wilson I like that he had a chip on his shoulder um years ago when he won titles mm-hmm. so uh yeah, I uh, I hope he I hope he does awesome. But um, yeah, if you if forcing me to choose, I'll I'll pick okay. Him, I guess uh, Wilson Dino told me five rounds. That's it. That's all he's doing. Uh, not going to head east as a privateer. Is that changed or is that still what you know is the plan? Um, I've honestly never talked to him about a plan past the first five rounds. Okay. So I would I would assume you're you're yeah. accurate. So that's it. That's uh, no matter how he's doing in points or how it's going. Uh, yeah, maybe Yamaha says, "Hey, we'll figure it out." Right. I think if he shows up and races the way I've seen him ride in the last month, um, something will happen. Someone won't have a choice because he's 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 really riding great. All right. Okay, let's get to some seven-deuce-deuce questions right off the bat here. Uh, John, you want to talk about the seven-deuce-deuce? What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Good. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, that was my question is, you know, looking at my uh, Moto Fantasy, should I take the seven-deuce-deuce? I think, you know. Not at the opener. Not at the opener? The Paul? Um, which game are we talking? Are we talking motocross fantasy? Yeah, the with the double yeah. points, yeah. With the handicaps and stuff. Yeah, it's it's yes, sir. that's tough, man. Um you you're 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 throwing a pretty big gamble to try to you have to you know, you're not getting any points unless he's in the main, obviously. So um that's tough. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I would do that. I, I, I do think at the first round, though, you can get away with gambling a bit more than you can at other rounds because there's more uncertainty. So handicaps aren't going to be as accurate. But um, that's tough, man. I, I, he won't be on my team. Let's put it that way. All right. There you go, John. <laughs> that's a tough one. I always go with my heart. So. Yeah, no, I hear you. Hey, I picked Tyler and Adam one week, and neither one made the main. Everyone laughed at me. So, All right. Thanks, John. Right on. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. 
Uh, let's get into Joan. Jonesy, what's up? Welcome to the Fly Race and Moto 60 Show, presented by Truck Hero Yo! and Pro Taper. What's up, bro? Let me put my Chick-fil-A down. It's lunchtime. All right, cool. Sounds good. <laughs> the seven deuce deuce on the spot. How many mains does he make this year? Uh, well, injuries happen. Uh, I will go with four. Four main events for seven deuce deuce. I know he's been working hard. He went racing Australia and everything else. I think he slimmed down a bit. What do you think, Paul? Uh, give me, give me five. Five. Four to five. There we go, Jonesy. Best finish. Oh, geez. Sixteenth. Sixteenth. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks. Uh, hard to predict three months from Very now hard. how the seven deuce deuce yeah. will be doing. We love them though. Um, hey Paul, so, um, let's talk 250 class a little bit. Brian called in earlier and said, you know, what is the J Mart, uh, situation going? Why does everybody on the J Mart hype train? And I said, well, you know, JT and I are not on this J Mart hype train. Uh, he's good. He's great. If he wins this, the title, uh, I won't be surprised. Um, mildly surprised maybe. Um, but I know they moved him to, to West because they thought he was riding really well. Are we missing something on J-Mart? Um, you know, the, the thing is, I, I think I'm on, more on the J-Mart train than you guys both are. Um, and I wasn't on it last year, but don't don't draw the correlation of he's a pro-taper guy this year and he wasn't last year. That's <laughs> okay. not the correlation. But right. I, I do feel he's, head, he's on a, a head and shoulders much better team better program i think he's in a better place mentally being on that team i don't think he was happy at star the last uh the last couple years he was there um and i got a chance to see him ride and and again i work closely with the geico team so i've heard some other things and i think he's i I think you guys should get a little bit more on board i think he's going to be tough to beat i i do think uh austin forkner will be really really good Mm -hmm. but He's also never raced a Supercross in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to take that into account. I think Aaron Plessinger will be really, really good, especially with the additional, um, you know, kind of a longer race. But J-Mart's going to thrive even more off a longer race. Um, and I think J-Mart's starts are going to be better, consistently better than than Plessinger's. So that's why I think that's going to make a bit of a difference. Um, I've also heard rumors that tracks – and the whoops aren't going to be as difficult. Um, I think Feld wants to see good racing. They went to the um, they went to the SMX Cup and saw a really easy, like a, a Gatorback Mini Olympics style Supercross track that was incredibly mm-hmm. easy. And they saw some of the best racing they've ever seen. Three different main event winners, and the guy who won the overall never won a main event, and it was exciting. Uh, I was one of the five people in the stands for it, and it was exciting racing. <laughs> But um, so if all those things happen, you know, I and mean, there's still a lot of uncertainty because it's not Saturday yet. We learned a lot on Saturday, but yeah, I think J-Mart's gonna be hard to beat, man. But um, you know, Davalos is also very good. Uh, and I'm probably missing somebody. Well, but, Hill, um, yeah, Hill, uh, uh, Bowers, uh, Dakotas, uh, Oldenburg. We've been hearing is riding well. Filthy, um, yeah, Chisholm. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. I, I don't. I should have done this research. J-Mart's never ridden west, right? Um. I don't think so. Okay, and you've been a mechanic on both coasts. I'm going to look this up real yep. quick. You've been a mechanic on both coasts, and J-Mart, naturally, you would look at J-Mart and be like, oh, he's an East Coast guy, you know, ruts, motocross, uh, blah, blah, blah. He, 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 he'd thrive on the East Coast. Well, maybe not. Maybe the West Coast is better for him. Or you know, what do you think? What do you think about the track difference helping or hurting J-Mart? Um, honestly, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. Yeah, okay, wait. He's, uh, all, I, I he's mean, only think, done East. Yeah, he's never done West. So I just looked at, looked at I, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. Anaheim on Saturday, I think you'll 
I think everyone will see during practice, like it gets pretty rutted up. Um, mm-hmm. We've had we've had wet weather in California now for the last three weeks, so the dirt coming into the stadium it hasn't been dusty and dry. So I imagine it's very sticky and rutted, and I think it's going to be um, like I predict for him to be the fastest qualifier on uh, going into the night show. Um, I think he's going to be I think he's going to be great in the ruts, and you know I think it's just a better choice that that. Uh, Morocco and Geico made you know he was um he's been riding really really good and if there's a guy that's on fire like you let him go race and it kind of gets the whole team going I know we did this at Pro Circuit if whoever the best guy was at the time he went to the west and hopefully hopefully we went out and won and and that would kind of elevate the entire team and it would force the east coast guys to think win instead of think podium if you know guys on the west are just getting fourths and fifths they're going to think that oh, I'll be the hero on the team if I can get on the podium. Well, if the whole if the West Coast team are going one two every weekend, it makes the East Coast guys think, hey, I need to go one two also. Yeah, I liked so, Craig um, on the West though. I liked Craig on the West last year. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Craig's a great rider. He's going to be fine on the East too. I mean, when we talk about ruts and stuff, I mean, it's a few venues, yeah, but Craig's a great rider. I, 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 I'm fine with it. And and this also will give J Mart time to uh, more time to develop his motorcycle for outdoors and because i think we can there's no argument that craig um that uh jmart is geico's best chance at a, as an at an outdoor title yeah no you're right um and, and you know what and and the ruts and the and everything else on the east coast they are there it is prevalent but it's not like it used to be a lot of the tracks are limed limed out dried out uh, exactly. they do they do a good job than what they used to do 10 years ago. Yeah. Seven years it's ago. not Atlanta yeah. 2003. No, no, not you know, anymore. Where, where you tick off in a rut and land in a rut. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, for the most part, they're better. Not all of them. They still get a little bit worse, but, but, um, absolutely. And, uh, um, another guy that maybe we're sleeping on is Justin Hill. Look, when he went out last year in the East Coast, I think he, uh, did he not come from way back in Daytona to grab a podium spot? Then he won a race. I think he was the points leader when he crashed in practice, I think at Detroit. And was out for the year. He's back at Pro Circuit. I don't. I I know when he rode at Pro Circuit the first time. I don't know if there was a rider that frustrated Mitch Payton in the last mm-hmm. ten years than Justin Hill when he rode there. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, and I actually was still at PC when Hill first came. You know, when Hill was a rookie and he came to Pro Circuit. That was my last year on the team, I think. And would you agree with um, my assessment that Mitch Payton? Yeah. Was, he was he's definitely very hard to figure out and i i saw mitch trying multiple tactics with him whether it's let him do his own thing um yell at him really praise him <laughs> yell at him force him to do a program he couldn't really figure him out so but um you know he's on that team because he's a proven race winner he's there's only so many guys that can win races it's a big difference between getting second and third and fourth and fifth than it is to win and it's not just skill it's not be a winner yeah um, and and he can do that. He's done it multiple times. So, but I think we'll we'll know what we're going to get out of Hill that day in practice. Um, I think I said this on some other on maybe the fantasy podcast we did, but I think you'll see what you're going to get out of Hill in practice if he's on it and looks great. Mm-hmm. He'll be on the podium. But if he's not, I, I don't see him on the podium. Okay, look, I live in Vegas. You're on a Las Vegas uh, uh, internet radio show, Fly Racing Moto Sixty Show, presented <laughs> by Truck Hero and NFAB. If you were to bet, lay down odds on titles. I think Forkner and, and Plessinger would be about the same. They'd be about even odds. J-Mart a little worse. Would Hill be fourth? Well, I, I disagree. I would, uh, I'm, I'm taking J-Mart for the title. And, again, I think uh, I, I would say Forkner, Plessinger, Davalos are my next ones, and then after that would be Hill. Like what? I said, Hill's too, too hot and cold to be a title threat. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's a race. He's a he's a threat to win races, but he's not a title threat in my in my mind. 
Okay, and what about Marty? I mean, uh, I, I don't think there's much mystery there. Like, Marty's going to be fast. He's going to be probably in the top three in qualifying. He's probably going to win his heat race or be in the top two. He's probably going to get a good start. He's in shape. He's fast. Um, it's just, can he show up every single week? And i kind of been seeing him be more consistent over the last couple of years. So, um, I mean, you know, Marty's a, a good dude and, and he was also really cool to have, like when I was at pro circuit, he was there and he was great to have on the team because he was so unbelievably fast at the practice track. If any of your guys can keep up with Marty at the practice track, you know you're ready to yeah. win a yeah. race because yeah. he's that good. Um, I think he's gotten a lot better since working with Ferry at, at bringing that to the race and being more level-headed at the race and not kind of spazzing out and making is it, weird mistakes. So, so. It's a, it's a, in your opinion, and you worked with him, uh, is it just mentally he falls apart with pressure? It, I think 100% it was mental. Yeah. But He's and that's why it's taken him so long to get that win that he finally got at Atlanta yep. uh, on a PC bike, I think. So, right. yep. but he's past that now, and um, and you know, I think anyone who's experienced winning at a at a high level, and I, you know, I did it with Dean, and then I did it myself at Loretta Lynn's, which it's it's not the same, but it's all kind of relative. When you do something that's that's that you're striving so hard to do, and you finally accomplishment, there's a whole other side of mental on the other side of that 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 brings this calmness and confidence to you that you can't get unless you win. And I think I put a lot of value in that. And now that he has that, I think it's it's just so much easier to win twice than it is to win once. All right. Before we wrap up here on the Fly Racing Moto 60 show, real quickly, uh, let's get an update from Anaheim Stadium. The press conference is over, and we, Michael, we, we welcome Michael Antonovich from Transworld. What's up, Anton? Hey, how you guys been? Good. Okay, so the press conference hey, just wrapped. Thoughts on the suit? Uh, I think it's pretty cool i mean it's definitely different when everybody else is usually sitting in their gear or like a team jacket with all their sponsors on it uh i think the coolest part though was like the little diamond uh fox tag on the tie i thought that was pretty sick but i mean other than that it looked way different than anything else we've ever seen okay and like just like the jeans thing last year on the cereal box cover it'll be talked about a dozen times between now and saturday anybody have cargos on no. Okay. Right. Kind of cool here today. It's raining. Right. Um, what'd you take away from the press conference, Anton? What'd you think? Who? And we talked about suit, but anybody say? Um, first of all, Chad's full I'm, of shits talking about James and missing him. That's that. He's full of shit. But yeah, he he definitely did what he he said what he had to say on that one. Like didn't want to stir too much. Chad <laughs> Chad just knows say what you need to say and let it go. What do you think, Paul? Um, you think you think Chad misses James? Like you said. <laughs> uh, I, I definitely don't think he misses him, but I, I think the gist of what Chad was saying is like, hey, he he could have been here in race racing this year, just how he had to do it in 2011. James could have done that. Right. So exactly. um, you can't feel too bad for James. He easily could have been here racing if he wanted to be. So, yeah. um, but it is a shame that he's that uh, it it is sad that he's not there, and it's sad right. that it's if it has ended, it ended it in the way it did. So, but um. um. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think you can feel bad for him. Anton, I got a text. Uh, someone said that Millsaps is already setting the table, that he's hurt. <laughs> yeah, I guess he, you know, he went down, I think it was like two weeks ago at Elsinore. Okay. And uh, kind of busted up a couple ribs, and then he was sick. So, like, he was kind of, you can hear it in his voice that he's not 100%, but he didn't hide it. You know, some, some guy from, like, Thumper Talk or something asked a question, and he was like, oh, you heard it all the way back there. And he explained, like, yeah. Uh, had a crash a few weeks ago, got sick last week. Knows that he's not 100% going into A1. Okay. 
All right. What else, Anton? Uh, I would say that Cooper's really making it clear that he, where everybody else thinks he's going to come in and just light the world on fire, he's, I wouldn't say being more modest about it, but he's not going to come in with some inflated arrogance that he's going to come in and show all these guys, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm the new kid and you need to deal with me. He's just going to take it week by week and, and learn the 450 class instead of having these high expectations. And if they don't pan out, he looks like a bust. Right. Well, that's if that's true, and that's how he feels truly. Then that's a, that's a smart move, absolutely. Because he's going to yeah. be there, you know, within a year or two, he will be there. Well, Just, yeah. You know how like we know Cooper. We see Cooper every week. If he feels something, like the kid is not shy on confidence at all. And there was no like, you know, metaphorical chest pounding or him trying to tell everybody how good he is. He was just like, yeah, I'm just going to come here. I'm going to learn what I need to learn. I'm going to do what I need to do these first few races. And if I need to change something later on, then we'll do it. Hmm. Interesting. What do you, what do you think, what's your take on that, Paul? Yeah, I, I heard a bit of Cooper's answer. Oh. And he said, you know, I, I need to learn. I need to learn quick. So um, I think he's, I think he's respecting the 450 class the way he should be. And uh, I, I still think that Cooper is so good on race day that um, I don't know. We'll see. It, it, it's just we have to see how the kind of first couple races shake out, and if he's getting pushed around, or if, yeah. if he pushes back, and how his starts go. And but I mean, I I really believe in Cooper. I always have for a long time, and um, I do think I do believe what you said, Steve. I, I think in a year or two, um, he's a title contender. Yep, I agree. All right, Anton. Thanks, man. Thanks for the quick update. Appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. Uh, you guys on they're, not gonna, they're not riding today, right? No, uh, yeah. it rained all last night and this morning, so the track's under tarps. So first okay. laps will be Saturday morning. All right, we'll see you Saturday, Anton. Thanks, man. All right, later, guys. All right, thank you. And uh, Parabinos, ProTaper.com. You guys got some new and exciting products coming out? No, Paul's gone too. He's gone. He's so over it. He left. This show is over. <laughs> he said, I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> ProTaper.com, everybody. Fly Racing, Light Hydrogen Racewear, Truck Hero, all on board with us. Thanks for listening. Show number 100. Tits. It's a good show. Good start. Strong turnout. Yeah. Good, I like it. Good calls. Yeah. Like that. Jason Thomas, Paul Parabinos, Michael Antonovich, all joining us. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. Every Thursday, we'll be here. PulpMX.com. PulpMX.com. Do it. Fly Racing Model 6 show.